Welcome to Industrious Radio, a weekly show dedicated to exploring what does it mean to work hard, live fit, and have the absolute best life possible. This show is hosted by Barry Napier, Stephen Hitt, Jeremy Donner, and a revolving cast and crew of super cool people. It's showtime. Another episode of the Industrious Radio Show. We got a full house in the studio today. I have Jeremy, Sonny, and Faith. Welcome, everybody. What's up? What up? Hey, hey how's there. It going? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, good, yeah, good, good. Well, listen, today we have an exciting topic. We're going to get into Outside Industrious, and it's a program that we've had around for a little bit, but uh, it is it is coming out full force in 2018. So we want to really go into what the program is, who it's for, how it came to be, why it's even here, all this kind of good stuff. So we've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Break it down for me. So when we kind of give me the vision behind it, you know, Jeremy, maybe you can frame it up for us a little bit and then we'll get into talking with Sonny and Faith a little bit about their roles in it and what uh, they want to do this year. Yeah, totally. Uh, Outside Industries is kind of our extracurricular program uh, at the gym that we do. Um, it's a good chance for people to get outside of the gym and use the fitness that we build day in and day out. So, I mean, for, for the majority of the people at the gym, their goal every day coming to the gym isn't to compete at a high level. It's just to be in better shape to do things in their daily life. So, um, this is our way of giving people that opportunity to use their fitness, um, outside of the gym, which is something that we stress a lot. Um, so we'll go on hikes a lot during the summer, skiing, snowboarding in the winter. Uh, we just did a snowshoe trip last week. Um, we've gone rock climbing before, uh, and a handful of, of other things. Um, and so this year, uh, revamping the outside industrious program has been on our, our agenda. And as part of our impact projects that we've talked about, uh, in the last couple episodes, um, revamping the outside industrious program was one of the ones that we wanted to get back on the map. So outside industrious started a few years ago with, uh, one of the visions of Steven's mind kind of getting inside his mind a little bit. We had bought the sprinter van, uh, in order to make the Primera program successful and carry all that stuff. Cause half a gym's worth of stuff wouldn't fit in the Tahoe very well. And in order for that program to really blossom and bloom, we had to bring over more stuff. So, um, Steven made the decision to purchase the Sprinter van one weekend, I guess. Um, like a random decision. He just woke up one day and he was like, I have the vision. Yeah. <laughs> Sprinter van. The yeah. light came down. <laughs> I guess. What, what is the story? He was, he was looking into it and he was like, man, how are we going to make this pr- Primera thing work? And I guess he like found it online and he was like, this is it. Like, we're going to buy it. And he told Molly, he was like, I'm going to buy this Sprinter van. She was like, you know what? Like, I love you. I trust you. If that's what we're doing, that's what we're doing. Uh, I'm behind you the whole way. So he purchased it. We got it wrapped by Wicked Wraps with a sweet, sweet logo along the side. Black and silver is the way to go. Um, and then it, it worked out great for the Premier program. But you know, there's so many other ways to use it. You know, we use it to travel down to regionals, and we've taken it all the way over to the games. Um, but the best way to use it and get regular use out of it was to load people up into it. It's a 12 seater with tons of capacity. So load as many people as we can in that thing and take it to the mountains and let's go have some fun. I love it, man. I love it. So Sonny and Faith, why don't we talk a little bit about 
you know, your guys' role in, in the program and, and love to hear a little bit about your vision on where, you know, what, where you want to go this year, kind of things you want to do. So you know, why don't you fill in the, the gaps a little bit for maybe some of our listeners who haven't met you guys before. Your first time on the show. Welcome to the show. Hey, yeah, so excited. Yeah, totally badass. So why don't you quickly just kind of tell us a little bit, each one of you want to hear a little bit about you and then a little bit about um, your kind of maybe your industrious story. And then let's get into what you want to do with the program. Go ahead. Right. Well, um, I have been with the gym for about six years now. So um, I've been around. I've seen all the cool things happen and develop over time. And um, Outside Industrious was one of them. Uh, I actually was never really able to go on the Outside Industrious events because I always worked on Sundays. Um, and I think almost all the Outside Industrious events last year were on Sunday. Um, so I never really got to go. So I missed out on a lot. I, I went when I could. Uh, but when we rolled it out this year, they said they wanted to revamp it up um, and they put me in charge of it. So I'm the, the project lead for it. So I'm really excited to um, get at least two um, events a month on the calendar Whoa. to get people outside. Yeah. Ambitious. Two yeah, a month. Trying for two a month. Yeah. Um, we want to use the van. Like we said, we've got it and it sits in the lot if we don't use it and we can load up a ton of people and go outside and have some fun. So why not? There's, we can go outside. We can go do um, activities indoors. Like Jeremy said, we did rock climbing last year. Um, there's a ton of stuff out there and really local to us. So that's, that's what we do. We want to use our fitness. We don't, like Jeremy said, we, um, we come to the gym to better our daily life. So we're trying to just load everyone up, pack them up in the sprinter van and go have some fun outside. I love it. I love yeah. it. Sonny, what's your story? Um, well, I've been with the gym, I think about five years. I started back in the, um, what is it? Double A tires now. The original. The OG, <laughs> OG gym. Spot. Um, I wasn't there right at the beginning, but I came in and um, I met Steven when I came in. It was kind of funny. I couldn't believe that a young guy was the owner of this place. Like I, I thought he was just a coach there, and I was going to meet like an older gentleman eventually. The professional, you like thought the maybe pro- professional <laughs> yeah. was going to show up. And I walk up, in, and this super happy guy is coming in to greet me, and I eventually find out that he owns this place. It was kind of wild, and it just kind of flourished from there. And um, I've been there ever since. Um, and my background with um, why I'm involved in the outside industry is, um out outside stuff i i've been in boy scouting since i was five years old and um i got my eagle scout when i was 18 and throughout that i've had a i mean in in boy scouts we went on a hike every month uh, a hike or um you know camping whatever it might be um and along with that every summer we would do 50 mile hikes or a 50 mile canoe trip um and as i got older in scouting and also into leadership in scouting, I was able to start planning those things for our, our troop. Um, and so it's just kind of been in my blood ever since I was young, just getting outside and, and doing things. It wasn't really in my mind that like using fitness, but it was just like, that's what we did. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to be able to bring my experience into the outside industrious, um, and kind of, you know, be able to to provide whatever I can to that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's funny. I think when you look at and go back and you read and check out some of Glassman's stuff, the founder, Glassman, the founder of CrossFit, for those of us who don't know that. The godfather. Um, yeah, the godfather. I mean, not that you would know it by, by checking the guy out. You know what I'm saying? Because you think, I think when you think about the founder of CrossFit, I always think about like a Rich Froning type dude. You know, it's like, it's gonna be like oh, yeah. Arnold, he's yeah. going to be ripped and jacked. And, 
That is that is not this guy, This old guy comes limping into the room. <laughs> totally. And, yeah. That's yeah. like the those who can't do teach. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is how you're going to do it. Don't watch me. Just let me tell you how you're going to do it. But there's a whole thing back in the original. If you haven't ever gone back and read, if you guys ever went back and read some of those original papers that he's written on, if you haven't, they're so fun. And or if it's been a while since you've read some of his original kind of journal papers that he would write and mm-hmm. post, there's a lot of great stuff on getting out there and kind of finding the edge of your fitness and of course functional fitness and applied fitness. Like the whole point on on why we do this stuff is to use it in our life, right? It's functional movement patterns, and I think what better way to do that? than to get out and enjoy nature here because we got all kinds of nature to enjoy here, right? I mean, at all different levels from really, really advanced stuff, which, you know, if like you're, you're crazy and you want to go summon a mountain, boom, you go summon a mountain out here to really, really beginner stuff. Like if you just want a really nice hike and you want to go see a beautiful waterfall, you know, and maybe there's like little fairies or leprechauns or something out in the woods. I mean, all of that exists. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And, and super close. I right. mean, like you, you can drive out... 45 minutes to North Bend, do a hike, and you can be back in civilization for a late lunch. Like, yeah. And and that's just the beauty of where we live. I mean, the mountains literally meet the sea on the Olympic Peninsula. How cool is that? It's like, really cool. There's really like everything here, basically, Yeah, from an outside standpoint. So last year... We had some outside trips. We had we we did some stuff with industrious outside industrious, um, but this year we're talking about doubling down. So you mentioned a couple things. You said we're going to get out twice as often, so we're going to try two trips uh, a month. And are those going to be on different? Are they generally always like a weekend kind of thing? Give us some kind of details, maybe, and then let's talk a little bit about maybe some upcoming trips. Yeah, so we'll do mostly weekend stuff because that's when most people availability is open, like that Saturday, Sunday. Um, we're actually going to be doing a Friday night one coming up, which is the next one. So if you haven't looked at the Outside Industrious tab, go take a peek. Um, but we're going to mainly stick to Saturday, Sundays. Now, we'll throw in an occasional... Uh, weeknight or something like that. But for the most part, we'll stick to that weekend um, to let people get outside and uh, use the best available time that we can. Is it every other week or is it something back to back? Or is it kind of each month where you're essentially looking at and saying, hey, here's what's stuff going on this month. And then is it kind of a month by month thing? Or is it like, hey, we have the whole year mapped? Yeah. So a little of both. So yeah. like um, for the next, so the Open's coming, obviously, that's a big event. And that's going to put a halt on outside industries, right? We're going to be in the gym, locked and loaded, Friday Night Lights, Saturday, Sunday Redemption. So that's kind of our, our time for those five weeks. So the idea is to get um, actually three events in this month and before we take that break from outside industrious um, and then go through the open, then kick back up once the open is um, said and done. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. So from an events, what, what have we done this year or you know, like this month, I guess, because it's, it's January. That yeah. would also be this year. Yeah. So we the, the snowshoeing was the first one that we kicked off this year. Um, we went on the snowshoeing trip up at Mount Baker just last weekend. We left um, 6 a.m. from the gym, um, got up to the mountain and it was super snowy. We got to have a lot of fun play around in the snow. Um, then we came back down, had some lunch, and then we were still back to the gym by like 4.35. Um, but we've got the next one coming up on the calendar is February 9th. We're doing a night ski up at Stevens Pass. So we're going to leave from the gym at 3. Um, Sonny's going to lead this one. Jeremy, you believe you're going, yeah? Oh, I'll be right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. Jeremy's going. Um, a lot of people are excited. So we're going night skiing for the first time with the gym. So we're going to head up. Um, it opens at 4. We'll be up there around 5. And it closes at 10. So we'll shut the 
the mountain down and we'll come back, um, bring a beverage. We'll ride in the, in the van on the way back and be back about midnight, 1230 or so. Have some fun. Kickstart that weekend. Sounds yeah. amazing. The, the ski and snowboard trips are fun too. Yeah. So much fun. Like skiing and snowboarding is just like great in general because it's like you're outside and if you go by yourself, like, I mean, you don't really have to like hang out with people or talk to people. Like it's just you in the mountain and in the snow, but it's always great when you can get a group, a bigger group of people yeah. together yeah. and you just shred the mountain together. So, yeah. so we're going to go up there and take over all of Steven's pass. So look out. It reminds Everybody else me of like, the mountain. We're coming down hot. Yeah. No, I mean, it reminds me of back in the day. I don't know if you guys, when you were in high school, had like ski club or snowboarding club, but it was like the best because you go up with a huge busload of people. Yeah. And it was just so badass. That Greyhound rolls in yeah. and you pack up the, yeah. Those it was so fun, so much fun. Because there's always people to like, there's always people to kind of pair like skill match with. So there's some people that are same same level, same same. Then there's some people who are like a little bit more badass than you. So if you're feeling a little dangerous or like wild or like you want to push yourself, you can go like hang with like those dudes and dudettes who are crushing those like triple black diamonds or whatever. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But if you're just a bunny yeah. hill. There's other right. bunny hill. Yes. Yeah. There's other bunny hill people right. there too. So you can just get out on the bunny hill, just killing it on that hill. And Definitely. that's the joy of it. Like last year, I'm not I'm not good at snowboarding, which is why I'm not leading it this trip. Um, I'm going to let Sunny go. Sunny's been boarding for a long time. Same with Jeremy. Those guys can shred the mountain. But me, uh, I'm a little scared. I always catch the, the toe end of my board and I face down the mountain every time. So I'm going to set this one out. But it's no reason not to go. Um, there's the bunny hill is there for a reason to learn. I know that there are people who want to get out and learn to board. So go run a board, go, go up there, spend the night learning how to do it. I mean, there's no reason not to go and start that, that journey towards snowboarding or skiing or whatever it is. Stevens has great deals on like lessons and like rental packages. I think for like a hundred bucks, you can get your full rental, like boots, uh, board or boots and skis, whatever you want. Plus like an hour long lesson for a hundred bucks. Like yeah. that's a good deal. I remember that's how I started when I like, I don't know, back in the fifth grade, I went up for one lesson just to kind of get the, the foundation of it and then just kind of rode from there. Yeah. I learned with friends. I never took a class. <laughs> um, maybe that's why I'm not very good anymore, but, um, yeah, Steve, I mean, Stevens is an awesome place too. And even the lodge, like people that, that don't necessarily ski or snowboard, you can go up and, you know, fall down a couple times and just go chill in the lodge they got yeah nice they got beers warm. on tap they got yeah, pacific yeah. northwest yeah. delicious it is a brews, sweet place craft wine or even mm-hmm. like i mean the resources that we have we have so many people that have snowshoes you can borrow some snowshoes and and just kind of walk around in in the area stevens is is huge um and just enjoy the snow being being outside and and doing that is a as another option while other people are up snowboarding and always take a partner if you're going to do that but, yeah, be um, safe. Safety first. <laughs> safety first. Travel in Paris. Yeah. Um, but that's the beauty of, of these snowboarding trips too is that it's it's pretty casual and like there's no – like when we go hiking, I mean you don't have to stay with the group but it's really kind of this group movement up a mountain. When we go snowboarding, it's like, all right, we're all here. Like we made it up here. Let's go shred. And everybody eventually – some people split off. Like people want to go different runs, do things like that and – um, that's kind of a really cool thing about the, the snowshoe, the uh, snowshoe trips is <laughs> the snowboarding trips is we just get to kind of kick it yeah, with an okay. awesome group of people and people outside the gym can come too. So like, this isn't an industrious exclusive, right. you, you don't have to be a member here. Like if you are a member, but your mom or your dad or your brother or son, daughter, whoever else wants to go and they're not a member at the gym, they're more than welcome to come, you right. know, more than merrier. So if that's going to make you feel more comfortable coming on the trip, Bring them along too. We'd love to have them. 
Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, let's get into let's talk a little bit about some and we've we've kind of touched on a few of these, but let's talk about some of the the myths I think that that people might have around around getting on in an outside industrious kind of a trip or just a, a trip like this in general. So one of the things you just mentioned, I think Faith, you're talking about it, was maybe maybe is this fear or this myth or this thing we tell ourselves like, oh well, I don't really know how to snowboard or I don't really know how to snowshoe or I'm really not that good at rock climbing. So let's just talk about let's just talk about why that doesn't even matter. Yeah, I mean, you can there's never a young it's you're never too old to start. I mean, I didn't start boarding till I was 19. I'm still not very good that that's cuz I don't go up to the mountain very often. Um, but I mean, like the gym, everything is scalable, right? Like you don't have to go do the black diamonds with everyone who can go out and shred the mountain. Like the bunny hill is there for people to learn and you're not going to get better unless you practice. So you can't, you know, sit back and like, Oh, I'm going to sit this one out cause I don't know how to board and, or I can't keep up with those guys, but how can you ever keep up if you don't get out there and just try? So just stay on the bunny hill. I've done the bunny hill multiple times. Honestly, I love the bunny hill. That's where it's at for me. But, um, if, if that's where your, your level is, then, then stay there and get better and then go on a little bit more advanced trail. And then, you know, from there, you'll just start grab a buddy or um, try to hang with the group. I, I mean, everyone's so great. I remember when we went last year, I was probably one of the not better snowboarders with the group, but like Steven stuck back and made sure that we all kind of um, hung together. And then there was other times where they were gone and um, I was boarding with someone else for a couple hours. So there's, there's no reason to not get up and go. You can learn. And like Jeremy said, you know, there's lessons or there's other people who have knowledge that they can give you on like tips and tricks and how to get better at what you're doing. So I think for, um, I mean, we're obviously going to do a lot more than snowboarding trips as well. So like the, the myth of, I don't have the skill set or I don't have the gear to do what we're going to be doing. Um, we, we're a gym of, you know, 300 plus members, right? The resources are there. Ask us. Ask the leaders of, of outside industrious. We know people with snowshoes. You don't even have to rent them. We can lend you snowshoes. We can get you the resources. We can get you the gear. So that's not an excuse. A rain jacket in the Northwest is is really the only thing that you need and, and some good hiking shoes. Um, but also this, this skill set. Um, I, I can't do it. I, I can't make it up. And that's a part of CrossFit, right? Is that mental aspect to things. You can you can absolutely make it up Mount Sai. It's going to be tough, and you might have to take a couple breaks on the way up, but you're going to make it. And and we're there for like we are all there hiking the same mountain together. This is not like get up as fast as we possibly can. This is not a CrossFit workout. It's to get outside and just enjoy ourselves. Um, and and I think that a lot of people get stuck with, well, I'm going to be slow or. Um, it's going to be tough or I'm going to be breathing hard. I'm going to be sweating. Like that's, that's what it's all about, right? We're, we're, we're here to get outside and use our fitness and, and really dive into that mental aspect of being able to push ourselves. And, um, some hikes are going to be easier. Some hikes are going to be harder. Um, rock climbing might be something somebody's uncomfortable with, but just getting out and getting onto a wall and maybe even conquering a small fear of heights. I know some people, I went rock climbing with a buddy that wouldn't go farther than like two feet up off the ground. But he was there for like an hour going two feet off the ground every time. But he just was scared of heights. And, and eventually you start to push that and really see that, okay, I can I can push myself mentally. Um, so that kind of excuse is, um, 
We're here to put it to rest. I'm here to put this to rest. Just let that go. Let that little voice that's telling you you can't do it or that you don't have the gear or that you're going to be the last or you're going to look stupid or people are going to laugh at you. Let it all go because it's just not true. And really, I mean, frankly, there is no better time or better place to go out and try something new than with a group of people who actually give a shit about you, who care about you, and that are there to help you make sure that you have a fun time. Exactly. You don't want to go do that by yourself randomly out there alone in the dark. (laughs) Yeah. That's yeah. terrifying. <laughs> Set that boat afloat. I think I think this comes back to what you're talking like the Greg Glassman kind of like the the OG days. So if you go back and you look at like the original days of CrossFit, there's all these like pyramids and charts and stuff of like fitness and one of them is the hierarchy of of fitness and it's it looks just picture the you know the food pyramid uh, the way it used to look back. I don't know. It's a plate now, but back in the day it was a pyramid. So picture that. And and there's levels to your fitness. I believe at the bottom was like cardio respiratory endurance. And then there was like gymnastics, weightlifting, uh, something else. And at the very top, that last little bit, usually the fat and oils back in the day, the little bit that, that matters is sports. And I think people miss that a lot of times when they get too deep into CrossFit is they, the, regularly learn and play new sports. So this is a great chance to, to do that. That's such an important part of your fitness. And especially for children uh, growing up in, in this environment is, you know, teaching them new sports because that's going to help them set different motor patterns um, and also prevent injuries. Kids that kids that play multiple sports are less likely to get those overuse injuries than if they play a, a one single sport their whole life. So if you you know, if your kid's playing baseball year round from the time he's seven years old, unless he's like some freak of nature, he's probably going to end up with some sort of arm injury or, or muscular imbalance because you're just doing a sport that require, requires you to do one, one directional or one side of movements the whole time. So if you can, you know, layer those things onto, onto your children, basketball, baseball, lacrosse is getting really big, uh, swimming, just other different ways to, to, use their body and learn those new movement patterns, then, I mean, your kid's going to be one heck of an athlete when they get older, but they're also going to help prevent injuries. But for the older crowd, you know, learning those new sports and becoming well-rounded, it's never too too late to teach an old dog new tricks. It's never too late. Mm-hmm. It's never too late. I think the other thing, maybe the other myth that's out there, the other misconception or excuse or mindset that we that, that kind of that voice that whispers in our head that stops us from doing something cool we talked a little bit about earlier, but it's this voice saying, I don't have time to do this. I got so much other stuff. I don't have time to go. This is my least favorite myth. Here's the (laughs) thing about getting outside is when you get outside, you're never really upset at, Oh, look at this beautiful view or, Hey, I just hiked a mountain. That's five miles in five miles out. Like that's something that you get to take in and have with you wherever you go. And that's experience that you get to put under your belt. Like maybe it's a trip that's just two miles in, but then eventually you work your way up to, um, like Mount Sai or mailbox. Like people are terrified of mailbox because how hard the climb is, but the view is spectacular and you get to be with your community and do all of these beautiful, wonderful things that not only test your fitness, but like that's experience. You're getting out and seeing the world, basically, and you don't have to travel um, across the country to do so. It's in our backyard. So get outside. Go go see the mountains. Go you know spend the blue sky days outside rather than inside. Do doing the chores. You know we'll pick that stuff up. That's always there. Um, so get out and and see the world. It's it's gorgeous out there. And this is, in my opinion, the most beautiful state. So. Yeah, go out and see it. See the mountains. See all the hikes and the waterfalls and the lakes and all the rivers. 
It's good stuff. See them all. Yeah. yeah. A good example is this weekend. Like, I mean, we talked about it earlier, but um, we went up to Mount Baker. We left at 6 a.m. We were back by, I think, close to 5. You still have an evening. And another another thing is people, like, we do these trips on the weekends. And a lot of people, like, I mean, you have work during the week and, and you know, you go to the gym and life is busy during the week. And so a lot of people like to devote that time to their family for the weekend. And I, I am 100% for that. Bring them along. Bring them with you. Get the whole family out with us. Sign up as a family to get up Mount Side, to get up Mailbox. Well, maybe not Mailbox, but, you know, get get the family together. Make it something that you guys do together. Um, and and that's going to be, that's going to go a long way for the kids. I think I've got some friends that never got to do stuff like this when they were younger. They never got to go camping. They never got to do this. And I think... Um, Showing that younger generation, you know, how, how great the outside is um, and how beautiful the city is, or the, I'm sorry, the, the state that we live in. Uh, the city's beautiful too, but go 40 miles east and, and you're good to go. Um, so the, that, that is another thought I think that goes through people's head is like that devotion to family on the weekends. So two, two times a month, one time a month, or skip a month, like, Use that time to bring bring the family together and, and come out with us. That's right. You don't have time. That's right. You don't have time. You don't have time to miss out on an experience That's like right. that. Seriously, yeah. because it can be almost transformational. I mean, we forget about the power of nature to really open us up, open our hearts up, open our minds up. I mean, there's a reason why like you have all these writers who have these spiritual experiences while they're out in the woods and they're on top of mountains. There's a reason people it's because it puts you right in the middle of truth, man. Right. Get out, get yeah. off your phone. Yeah. Go see can, the yeah. beauty out That's there. That's right. We can put our phones down or oh, bring your phone, take some cool pictures. Yeah. I mean, that makes some really great Instagram too. Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. on top of the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two for one. Two for one. Yeah, it's absolutely. So I think, you know, if we look at, you know, you don't have time. You do have time. You think about, I don't have the skill. I don't have the gear. Nah, you don't need it. And other people have the gear. And if worst comes worst, you can always rent it, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, my family. Bring the family with, right? Yeah. Bring the family with. And you do need to think about space, though. Space, you know, typically we have about 12 spots, right? Is that what the sprinter is? Yeah. About 12 yeah, spots? Yeah. So we do, in some cases, sell out of spots on the Sprinter. So if you want to get in on something, you want to get in early, then you know you want to sign up and get your spot locked down. But in many cases where we have sold out, we've done like caravans and stuff style too, right? So if we have something that Sprinter's filled up, what what should somebody do if they still want to come? Should they should they just give up? Should they just use that as an excuse not to come? Negative. No, hop in the car and travel behind with everyone. I mean, you still get to be with the group when you get to where we're going, um, and have the have the fun and the experience along the way. Like, um, I know someone told me today that they're going snowboarding, but they're going to go in their truck behind behind the van. Um, so there's people who are coming, and they will intentionally um, either drive behind the van or whatever reason. Like we had dogs come up last week. Corey drove behind the van so she could bring her dog, um, which inevitably inevitably let us bring our dog, which we love. So um, come come do it when we get outside. You know, bring bring the family. If you don't want your kids in the sprinter, pack up in the car behind you. Get them in their um, safety child seatbelts. What are those called? <laughs> Car seats. Yeah, car seats. Get him in the car seat. Sit him on the phone book in the back seat. Yeah. 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 So bring along caravan. Yeah, come behind the spinner. Yep. Yeah. 
you guys can always, I think we always leave from the gym. So whatever yeah. time we're leaving, yeah. you can, uh, you can meet us at the gym or you can kind of guesstimate how long it's going to take us to get to a trailhead and meet us there. Right. It, it almost works better if you, if you meet us at the gym, but I realize like, you know, it'd be stupid to come to the gym and then have to travel back the same direction to get to wherever we're going. But <laughs> one time we were going on a hike, I think it was Lake Serene last year or the year before and Andy Walker and his brother also went, but I didn't know that they were going with us. And so we're like a mile into the hike and we took like this detour to go check out a waterfall and on our way back down, I'm like, man, like who are these two dudes like following us right now? (laughs) It kind of looks familiar, but I don't really know. Like, why would they be way out here? And then like another five minutes later, he was like, what's up, Jeremy? I was like, dude, what? Like He was wearing a hat. Oh, Andy, (laughs) how long have you been following us? (laughs) Why did you say something sooner? Uh, So, I mean, you can just shoot us a a Facebook message and let us know. And like, then we can always wait up for people. We're, we're pretty strict on like, you know, the time schedule just to be respectful of other people's timelines throughout their day. Uh, but if you let us know, like you're going to be on your way, like we'll wait for you as long as we can. And then if not, maybe we'll just expect to see you on the trail. So you don't have to, yeah, and that's a good like logistical question because one of the things that maybe is going through somebody's mind is like cost involved. And so like generally speaking, there's usually some kind of a, a, a ticket price or something isn't there if we're going to ride on the Sprinter. And that's basically to like, help cover like just the operational costs. Again, this isn't like a profit driver. This isn't like a profit center no. for the gym. Um, but this is just cover basic costs of operation. Yeah. So what's the, what's the deal with um, signing up if you're going to go on the Sprinter versus like what if you just show up kind of deals or difference? Like how does the logistics of the program work? Yeah. So there's just, there's like usually a, a small fee for like a, like a travel fee essentially. So it's like you're hopping on a bus to go to wherever it's there's going to be a small fee. Yeah. It's bus ticket. So it's usually like 10, no more than $20 depends on how long the drive is. You know, if it's like over an hour, it'll probably be 10 to 15. Sometimes we do sporting events and the ticket price is sometimes included then in yeah. the cost of the thing. And that's usually really crystal clear what, what it is that the cost is, is going towards. Yeah. Occasionally, like if there's a better group deal, like if, if we know that the van's going to be full, we have 12 people, we can sometimes get a group cost on tickets. So everybody gets their ticket for cheaper and then you would just pay through us. Um, but for most parts, I think like the snowboard trip that's coming mm-hmm. up on the ninth, yeah. uh, the Friday, the, the, the night ski one, it's just the cost of, it's like $10 Ten bucks, hop and in. then when we get there, you could buy your own, your own pass. So, I mean, cause I think prices did vary. If you're going to be on the bunny hill, it's like 35, but if you're going to have full access to the mountain, it's like 45. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. How do people know what's going on? Like what's the upcoming stuff? So if you're like, want to keep your eye on this, how do we, what, what should I do? I mean, is it pop up on Facebook? Should I be checking the tab? Like, I don't want to miss anything. What do I do? All of it. I mean, we try to get everything out at least two weeks in advance for you to, to make the plans to go and commit to it. Um, so we try to get it. It's going to be up on the calendar in the gym. So if you're in the gym, take a look at the calendar. Um, we've got those posted up there. It's going to be on the Mind Body and the Outside Industrious tab. That's where you're going to sign up um, and roll yourself um, and pay that little bus ticket fee. Um, and then social media, uh, we've always got um, Instagram post on the story or the post to the actual page. Facebook, same thing. So just um, pay attention to the social media. Check the Outside Industrious tab on MindBody and look at the calendar. Keep up. Mm. Yeah, we got got a lot of fun stuff coming up. So you don't want to miss out, that's for sure. Now, I know it's already near the end of January here, but if, if you are ready to add some more resolutions for 2018, some more intentions about how you want to expand your fitness, how you want to transform your life, how you want to embrace the work hard, live fit lifestyle, we're going to go ahead and say, add on to that list, getting out and doing some outside industrious activities this year, because there's going to be something for you 
no matter what. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Something for everybody. This oh, have you. Big time excitement. Big time action. Forget Disney World. Right. Okay, you forget the movies. We got This is the entertainment that you live for, you breathe for. It's happening. It's coming at you. We want to see you on the hopper. We want to see you on the sprinter. We want to see you out on the mountain. Get involved. We love you. Thank you. Guys, thanks for being here and talking about Outside Industrious today. It's going to be a great year this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very congratulations, very guys, and we'll see you on the next show. Thanks for tuning into the show. This podcast has been brought to you by Local Business Academy. Tune in next week for a brand new episode. Like, share, subscribe, and leave us a review.